What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to season two here. Uh, we're excited. Thank you for joining us on the RP Experience. I'm your host, Andrew Regenard, and today we have one of our top producing agents, Blaze. And we are super pumped to talk about his journey, his story, um, and how he got into real estate. So, as always, RP Experience is all about bringing real producers, our, our preferred partners, our agents, telling their story through, obviously, audio and video and bringing to life um, the journey that they've overcome, uh, the struggles, the businesses they've um, uh, grown, um, and different things like that. So we're pumped here to be in season two. So without further ado, we're going to jump in here. Um, Blaze <clears throat> uh, has been with John R. Wood Properties. Uh, he actually speaks five different languages. That's four more than me. Um, and he's a proud father. He's been with John R. Wood for about seven years and actually on the advisory board of directors. So welcome, Blaze, uh, to the Thank podcast. You. Thank you. I'm glad I'm here. So get the, get the listeners a little bit up to speed on who you are. You know, um, Give us the, the elevator pitch uh, on, on who Blaze is. And if you guys didn't notice, I've left out his last name for a reason. I, uh, <laughs> I can't pronounce it. So go ahead and tell everyone who you are. My name is Blaze Dravev. I'm an assistant broker with John Wood Properties uh, in Fifth Avenue's office. I've uh, been seven years, 10 days uh, with the brokerage. That's awesome. Uh, and uh, moved here 10 years ago. So cool. So cool. Yeah, well, I think that's one of the coolest things um, that that probably people would love to know is like your journey and, and obviously how you got into this and, and the struggles. Right. Um, I had the privilege obviously meeting you a couple of years ago uh, through producers. Um, uh, a couple of people, you know, had said, hey, you, you should chat with Blaze. Blah, blah. I'm like, who is this Blaze guy? First of all, he's got the <laughs> coolest name. I remember there's a show back in the day and it was like it was like American Gladiator or something. And like they had these like, I don't know, it was like jokes. But anyways, like Blaze was one of the names and it was like, uh, you know, all these crazy names. Anyways, uh, that was the first thing I thought. But, you know, you had, a, you had a, an amazing journey, amazing story at that time. And um, you were newer uh, to mm -hmm. the business. Um, and fun fact for everyone listening, uh, Blaze is actually the first uh, realtor through Real Producers here down in South Florida uh, to be featured as a rising star and then actually make the cover, which is a huge accomplishment because a lot of people don't know that a rising star is anyone from, you know, two, three, up to five years in the business. So, so a newbie, mm -hmm. right. Um, that's already crested in the top 500, which you did, um, which is impressive, right? It, it takes a long time to build the relationships. It takes a long time to build a business, right? And so you did that in such a short amount of time, but then to make the cover, right. Doing 50 plus million to make, to be able to make the cover of real producers is absolutely impressive. So huge kudos. And that just kind of goes to show of what blaze has accomplished so far. So, so Thank way you. to go. So, so tell us, um, where are you from? I'm originally from Macedonia. It's a former Republic of Yugoslavia, North of Greece in mm -hmm. Eastern Europe, mm -hmm. very small country, yeah. 2 million people. So you grew up there. Uh, tell us a little bit about your, your, your childhood. Yes, I grew up in a small town um, named Radovish in the east part of the country. Only 30,000 people live there. Okay. I grew up with a, uh, in a perfect family, I'll call it. You know, my, my dad was a, a very hardworking man. Mm -hmm. He was an entrepreneur, so I raised with an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. uh, both mom, my mom and my dad were very hardworking people. Mm -hmm. I have an older, older sister, and uh, from you know, early age, we start uh, learning and, and my dad was all about, you know, showing by example, right? He wasn't really talking a lot. Mm -hmm. He would just go to get the job done and, mm -hmm. and we'll mm -hmm. see what he's doing. And right. he was bringing bread to the table at home. Yeah. And, um, and quick man, uh, early in my, uh, you know, I think I was 12 or, or 13 years old when I started making money and working with my dad and, and, um, even younger than that, I started working with him. Um, and I learned a lot about business and business owners 
and uh, fall in love in in building things and building businesses and relationships. Right. Yeah, I bet it uh, it molded a lot of of who you are, obviously today, right? Big time, mm-hmm. big time. Now when I look back at you know the big picture and and I see that little puzzle, little things that I learned mm-hmm. back in the days from my dad, it's amazing how I implement that in today's. And those are habits for you, right? Those are the, you know, those were, those were already trained in, in a young age to be the standard, right? Where, where some people are like, why do you do that? How do you not do that? Right. And and that can be applied to so many. He would wake me up at, at 530 in the morning and, you know, Macedonia is such a small country, but he, his business back in the day that it still exists today. And my sister runs the business. um, He would wake me up and we'll go to a different city. So we have to drive hour and 30 minutes, two hours to this location and uh, I was asking when I was younger I said dad why we have to wake up this early so he, he always used to say to me you know you have to get prepared you have to be prepared you have to get there on time and he was big in being there on time and mm-hmm. always even earlier and, mm-hmm. and you know make the, the meeting and the appointment and mm-hmm. and show up and, and get the job done yeah uh, so that habit is still with me I still wake up at the same time you know 5 45 I'm up mm-hmm. up and your body just gets used to it you know yeah. it's just it's trained yeah. and yeah. you know a lot of uh, i get up early not quite 5 30 <laughs> i'm doing like a 5 45 6 o'clock you know um and i mean it's just like yeah. on the weekend still it's like, like you same know, thing I try, you know, i'm like I i'm gonna out. sleep in you know i'm gonna sleep yeah. in it's like no you know i try to sleep until like it, it's it's one of my challenges like i need to stay in bed until nine o'clock <laughs> you know yeah uh, how they call it a beauty yeah. slip yeah exactly no way. Yeah. No way. <laughs> That's crazy. So how did you get um, into, uh, or how did you learn five different languages? Like, what was, did you, did, was it a goal or did you just have to because the different countries around? Like, five different languages, extremely impressive. So I have the blessing of, you know, being in the Eastern Europe and the Balkans mm-hmm. and in part of the old Yugoslavian countries. Most of, most of these languages are very similar, but I think Macedonians have the ability to, you know, talk and understand Serbian, Croatian, Montenegro, Bulgarian, but all these other countries cannot do the same thing. Mm. So that's my power. I can, you know, I have clients from all around the, mm-hmm. all around the world now, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but I can easily talk to a Bulgarian client, uh, you know, Croatian, Montenegro, Serbian. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very similar language, but the slang, it's different. So if you don't know what you're saying, you mm-hmm. might say the wrong thing and they'll be like, okay. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, so, I, I was trying, all right? Yeah. Didn't mean that. Didn't mean that. <laughs> I retract that. So obviously, uh, uh, over in uh, Eastern Europe, and uh, and now you're here in Southwest Florida, right? Yes, what what made you, or what pushed you to come here to Southwest Florida? Lifestyle was the first thing. Okay, um, you know, I I was here first time in the United States back in 2006 as an exchange student mm-hmm. program that my, I graduated criminal justice mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. in Eastern Europe, and I was here for three months and mm-hmm. fall in love. I, went, I was in Bethesda, Maryland, in a beautiful family. I spent three months there. And, uh, you know, I was very young. I was 18, mm-hmm. 17, 18, and I fell in love in America. Give the listeners an understanding, if you don't okay. mind, sure. your age. My, I'm 35 now. 35. I'm 35. So I was 18 when I first came here, mm-hmm. three months in, in uh, Maryland, Bethesda, fell in love in, in Maryland, mm-hmm. and uh, went back home. Uh, my wife now, back then it was my girlfriend, so mm-hmm. my high school, high school sweetheart, ah, yes. um, Emilia, she was like, how was it? And I said, it's amazing. It's a dreamland. We yeah. have to go. We have to go. So yeah. back then, I knew that one day I'm going to live here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe Maryland, maybe somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I didn't right. know about yeah. Florida. And she, uh, long story short, she had a best friend who moved from high school uh, to Florida, Naples, Florida. And uh, two years later, when I when, when I came back, I think 2008, uh, nine, she was getting married here. So mm-hmm. me and my, my wife, we got, you know, fortunate enough to get visa to come to their wedding 
which was in Naples. Oh. And we were like, wow. Yeah. This is a different level. Of yeah, like, yeah. You yeah. know, this is this is the paradise. Yeah. Uh, so Cream we spent some time here. Yeah. We, we fall in love in Naples. We went back, graduated, finished our colleges, and we couldn't stop thinking about Naples. Um, actually, we had a very good life going on. She just she finished her master's in, in law school. She had a great job opportunity in one of the biggest companies in Eastern Macedonia. I was, you know, working with my dad, growing his business, had a secure business that he already built, and then had my own coffee shop, which I opened, mm-hmm. and that was running really well, and a couple other hustle businesses on the mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. So we were both making very good money. We mm-hmm. had a great lifestyle. And when we, we sit down and tell our friends we're moving, you know, we're going to, <laughs> to America, and they're like, what? You, are you guys crazy? Right. Like, are you serious? And, yeah. You know, we just left everything there and then and came here. Yeah. You know, and it's uh, it's crazy to think because we've had some amazing people on here and, and most people were pretty comfortable or or what a lot of people would think are comfortable in a current situation. And they wanted change and they wanted to better themselves. They wanted to better their family or they wanted more of a challenge. And they, you know, they did it. And a lot of people... Most in this in most situations, they said a lot of people were doubting them. And it sounds like the same situation for you. And it's just impressive that you were like, you know, I'm not going to listen to the naysayers. No. I'm, I, I want to follow my dreams. I want to follow my passion, um, which is in, which is which is incredible. Do 100%. you think, you know, with that, you know, do you think that's kind of one of the greatest risks you'd say in your life? I mean, obviously, that's a big change for you. Like or what would you say your probably your greatest risk is? I have a different opinion about risk. OK, you know, I really don't. I hate to use that term mm-hmm. at, at all. I, I don't think risk exists. Okay. I mean, there is two different types of, you know, you can see at risk, you know, there's yep. calculator risk and just, as, you know, mm-hmm. you can jump off of, off of a cliff and, mm-hmm. and hope to survive. Yeah. Uh, but I think, you know, my, uh, my wife's been so blessed with things. Every time I do something new and mm-hmm. something that I don't know mm-hmm. what I'm doing and then I dive into it, it just opened up another window for me and, and amazing things happen. Is that because so, of luck? Please. <laughs> you know, I, I believe I'm a really lucky guy, but I don't. I also don't. I don't believe that you know luck exists. You create your own luck. Ah, there we go. So I, I couldn't agree with you more. That's that was my joke there. I was like, there's no luck in here. I mean, no. don't get me wrong. Yes, people you know, call car- me lucky though every day. Cards can you know? be in your favor, yeah. right? Yeah. I I, yeah. I love playing poker and stuff like that, but it's funny because everyone's getting dealt different cards, right? It's how you oh. play the cards and how you you know. I'll tell you, you a quick it. story about luck, I guess. Okay. Uh, uh, just a week ago. I'm going to, I had a closing and I'm going in, in Park Show in one of the high rises there and going to check out my client unit. Uh, by mistake, I was on the phone. Instead of, uh, you know, clicking on the elevator floor 11, I clicked floor 10. So I, floor 10 opened up and I'm going to, you know, to the door and, and I realized real quick and I'm in the wrong floor. I need to go one more level up. And going back to the elevator, I'm meeting this guy who now is a potential seller who is, you know, we just start chatting in the elevator and I told him the story. So I just, you know, instead of 10, I, instead of 11, I click 10. Who are you? How are you? This and that. And then now he's my client. <laughs> so is that luck? Uh, you know, I guess you have to believe in it. Yeah. You, know, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you, you have to show up. You have yeah. to do it. You know, I do a lot of things behind the scenes that uh, a lot of people think, you know, it's not a broker's or realtor's job. Mm-hmm. And uh, most of the time, that's how business comes to me. I think you just said it. You, had to, you have to do it. You have to put yeah. in the work. You have to, And yeah, yes, it could all fall in your favor. But if you're constantly putting the work in, you know, it is an odds game, right? right. If you're constantly doing it, you know, the whole thing about sales, right? Yep. The more you call, I mean, there's yep. a standard percentage, right? Yep. So the more you call, you could call once and you could get a sale, <laughs> yeah. you know, or you could call a hundred times, right. you know, and not get a sale. So it, it all depends. But, um, 
just kind of crazy. You know, a lot of people say, oh, well, they got luckier. They did that. And, and you know, it's it's not that no. right. You know, again, um, I, I think that's deter- it's that showing be- up. Yeah, it's because of the their determination yeah. and, and showing up. So um, can can you tell us right now? Just so you obviously started seven years ago with John Arwood um, and you know, you're doing some impressive things. So where are you at currently? Uh, so listeners can understand, uh, what did you close out kind of last year's for numbers? Um, and wh- where are you at kind of year to date or, or what are you on track with for current this year? Great. So we're uh, currently at $75 million uh, cold sales. We have 20 million in pending on track to do hundred million this year. Uh, and it will be our, my biggest year so far. That's amazing. Now you said we, right? Obviously, um, you have, a, a some team to help you, um, through the process. Can you explain that? Yes, my, my wife works with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a, she does most of the things that I hate doing, and she <laughs> loves doing them. So That's awesome. uh, she, she's been doing this with me for the last four years. And uh, we have a new team member now nice. who also works with buyers and sellers. That's awesome. Yeah. Congrats. Um, what do you think the biggest thing you've learned in your life? I've learned a lot from my dad. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I can just put one thing that's the biggest thing that I've learned. Uh, but I've learned, you know, one of my favorite things that I've learned from him is, uh, you know, if you work, if you work hard on your job, you'll make a good living. Mm-hmm. But if you work hard on yourself to be a better man every day, no matter what, you know, sun's shining, it's raining outside, you know, you don't feel like you're waking up, you don't feel like you want to mm-hmm. cook breakfast for your kids or do whatever, you know, bring your kids to school and you're like, you're depressed. We mm-hmm. all go through stuff in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you work hard on yourself, you'll make a fortune which is amazing. That's so a lot of powerful. people focus on, oh, I'm going to work hard on my job and mm-hmm. you know, get, get that paycheck. Work hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. You make sure you become a better person, right. better version of yourself. Right. That's what I do. That's my belief every single day. You know, when I started a business, a lot of people were like, Blaze, why do you wear a suit? You know, why, what's wrong with you? You can wear shorts and flip-flops. Mm-hmm. You know, worry about you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. let me be me mm-hmm. and, and what I do. And uh, soon enough, people start understanding. You know, it's not, I think you and me chat about mm-hmm. this. It's not cheap to wear a different suit every single day. Mm-hmm. You, have, you know, it's dry cleaning, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's you know, your shirt has sure. to be nice and, 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 and yep. you know, ironed and all that stuff. So I think it shows to a lot of self-made millionaires and billionaires and, and a lot of my clients that, hey, this guy, this kid can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was 26 when I started. Yeah, so. and, and you said that, uh, I don't know if people picked up, this kid can do it, right? So like, you know, the thing is like, I, I, I was in an industry where I was dominated by a lot of uh, older gentlemen yeah. um, in my last line of work. And, you know, people are like, how, how are you here? What are you doing? Um, you know, and it's, it's tough, it's tough, you know, and with a lot of realtors being younger these days, competing with older realtors, you know, it's not that you can't do it, right? It's just that you have to set yourself apart, right? You have to break out of that mold because unfortunately you're going against what most people are going to assume as a young, naive kid, Mm -hmm. right? But that's not what everyone is, right? And we can out, we, we have benefits, right? Um, we have technology on our side, we have different things. So it's using those strengths, you know, setting yourself up and, and not falling into the, the mold, right? Like, you know, you're dressing like success, right? And I think probably one of the big things I know when I am dressed up versus when I look like a, a slouch, you know, it's like, I feel better. And you said, what are the biggest things you work on yourself? Yep, right. 100%. So I think that's, that's amazing. Um, you had mentioned, uh, you know, everything, everyone goes through things. Yep. Okay. Uh, I guarantee a listener is going through something right now. Um, what, what keeps you up at night? please? Well, uh, I, you know, what keeps me up at night right now is my tomorrow. She's my, Eva, it's turning my, my second, my youngest daughter, she's turning one year 
tomorrow. So amazing. She amazing. keeps me up at night. She'll wake, you know, she'll wake <laughs> up at 12 and then she'll wake up at four. She's going through that transition of growing up. And, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, so she wake, she keeps me up at night and I love it. You yeah. know, I'll go and I, you know, I would just hug her and yeah, she yeah, falls yeah. asleep in yeah, five, yeah. ten minutes and I put her back to bed and yeah. two hours later she wakes up again. So it's, it's joyful. Yeah. Keeps me up at night. Um, besides that, I'm really easy. I don't, you know, I think during the day and my morning routine a lot about what I can do to become better man. Uh, but once I hit the, the pillow, I fall asleep, man. I have no worries in my head. I just sleep, yeah. Because th that's how my body is being, mm -hmm. you know, my habits of sleeping and waking up. So I know that I go to bed at 10 o'clock. I have to wake up at 5.40, 5.35. Mm -hmm. uh, and just I fall asleep right away. So give us a quick overview. Obviously, not everyone's going to want to get up early, but some people might want to, you know, learn to, to get up early sure. or do certain things. What are a couple of things you really enjoy about uh, the morning activities and, and what do you do? Perfect. So I'm I'm uh, new in uh, new when I say new three months, I guess, mm -hmm. learning the uh, Iceman Hoff method of, of uh, you know, cold plunges in the morning. Yeah. And I honestly, Andrew, I got addicted to it. OK, So I'll prepare my cold plunge. At nighttime, so I'll do a before I go to bed. I'll go. I'll, I'll do a five minute. When I say cold, you know, forty to fifty Fahrenheit, you know, yeah. water temperature, and then I'll go in for five minutes. So that's good until the next morning. It'll stay around fifty. So once I wake up, that's the first thing I do. Boom! I'm in the cold water for Wait, five. Wait, so you for get in minutes. for five I, minutes? I get in in the cold at, water. No, at cold night. Plug, night and morning. Yeah. Oh, both. Oh. I do both. So oh. I do twice a day. Okay. Yeah, and it feels amazing. Oh. It's just like in the bathtub and you discovery. do like a big like... No, I bought, I bought this. Uh, uh, it's outside by my pool. I, I bought a big... Uh, I forgot the name of the brand. It's like a really cool barrel that keeps... I, the, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, I've seen it. Because I did a little research on them before and I was okay. like... I was like, this is interesting. Okay. Super cool. Yeah. I highly Pun recommend intended. it. Super yes. Cool. <laughs> I, I, I highly recommend it you know, to, to anybody. Uh, it'll change your it'll change your perspective in the morning. Gratitude about life, and you know the way mine is positioned. Like I'm, you know, the sun goes up and whatever. Mm -hmm. it, you know, usually it's in early in the morning, but it's just amazing meditation for five. That's minutes. awesome. Yeah, amazing, yeah. amazing. What are a couple other things? Um, so I like diversity. I uh, I I try to put my schedule. I don't look at my schedule. It just you know, I, first of all, I don't think I'm what I do. It's work to mm -hmm. me it's a lifestyle and mm -hmm. i think we talk about that a couple of times mm -hmm. i'll schedule a tennis game with a client i'll schedule a golf mm -hmm. game with mm -hmm. a client so in in one week I'll, i you know i have to do maybe two runs mm -hmm. one has to be on the beach mm -hmm. uh, i'll play tennis i'll play golf mm -hmm. once a week um and I'll go. I'll hit the gym probably twice a week as well. So I try to stay active seven times, seven days out of the week. That's amazing. Yeah. What keeps you motivated, inspired? It's hard I, getting up I, every morning, <laughs> right? Like you said, it's you yeah. said it earlier. Like you know, sometimes you don't want to. Sometimes you don't want to do this. So like, what keeps you inspired, motivated? Uh, my family, my kids. I'm. I think I'm born like this. I, I'm very ambitious man. I'm. I'm also very competitive too. So okay. I feel like if I don't, if I take a day off. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm behind and, and just moving here, you know, 10 and a half, 11 years ago, I always have this mindset of, I have to work harder than the next guy just so I can be as good as the next guy. So I'm never satisfied with my hustle. Mm -hmm. Never, ever. Mm -hmm. So even now, you know, we, we're going to reach our hundred million this year. I don't think that's enough. Mm -hmm. I think the potential in me, it's, you know, there's more than that. There's more, it's more coming. So. Um, I want to ask you this because there's so many, you know, you broke into a market that was tough, right? Um, but not just like I'm talking about South Australia, you broke into 
the United States, the American culture, everything, right? You're, you're an immigrant that came over and, you know, in, in the sense, um, defeated the odds, right? Um, but a lot of people might have been in a different industry or moved from a different town locally in Florida, you know, somewhere in Florida, and now is trying to break into Naples. And they're saying, oh, it's a tough market. It's, you know, the, uh, the good old boys club kind of thing, you know, or it's dominated by these, you know, select agents, you know, um, you're one of those agents now, but you weren't, um, seven years ago. Um, so what are a couple of pieces of advice for an agent that's trying to get into this market? Don't take advice from somebody who is less successful than you or who you think has, doesn't have a drive to, to become a successful person. There's a lot of people out there. They're good people. They're nice people. But they will say things to you when you share their dreams to them. They will say things, oh, you cannot, you know, this guy has that market or it's tough to get into that market or there is no way you can do it. So never take advice on that. You know, whatever your, your subconscious mind is telling you or your gut feeling is, mm-hmm. is telling you you should do, just go ahead and do it. And then prove yourself wrong or, or vice versa, you know, like mm-hmm. just make sure you're going to do something with love and passion. Mm-hmm. And uh, once you start something, finish it. So, you know, there's a lot of people who ask me, hey, I want to get into real estate. They will send me a quick text message. I'm not going to respond because I'm busy. You know, my priority is my clients. And then they disappear. And then they'll see me three months later. Oh, you didn't respond back to my text message. Well, you weren't persistent enough. Mm-hmm. You want to work with me. You want to be part of the team. You want to mm-hmm. be, become successful. Right. One text message is not going to do it. Right, right. You know, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people out there. They, they mm-hmm. see the success. And uh, my mentor, one of my mentors told me once and he said, you know, Blaze, you make it look easy. You know, it's not that easy. And you know, you know, you're, you're a hardworking person. It, it, we make it look easy, mm-hmm. but it's not that easy. Well, and, and I think that's a little bit of the, the technology nowadays, right? The yeah. social media part of it, right? 100%. They just see the glam, right? They 100%. see the, the, oh my gosh, you're doing this, you're doing this. But they don't see that you're getting up at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't see you they're doing a polar plunge in no. the morning to, to be able to reset your mind from all no. the, the negatives and the, 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 the disruptors, right? They don't see that struggle. They that's don't true. see you getting up, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I know, you, you know, obviously what the journey you did with your family and then, you know, you were battling different things within your family where you're at the hospital then you were leaving the hospital to go to a closing and show your client. People don't see that. All they see is the numbers and, oh, it must be easy, Blaze. And it's like, that is so far from the truth. So um, I hope people realize that and really pull that from, from your message there. I got chills. My life remind me yesterday, actually, mm-hmm. because Ava's birthday is tomorrow. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, And uh, she was like, you remember last year, this time we were in hospital, mm-hmm. and uh, Ava was 59 days in the NICU. Mm-hmm. And you had like seven closings that week. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the attorneys I was working with called me and said, "Blaze, you have to be there, and, and you know we have to show up on this closing. You have, you know, we need you here." And I said, "I can't. I'm in hospital." And he's like, "Send your, send Emilia." I said, "Emilia is my wife. I'm in the hospital with her." I was like, How can I send her? <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't and, understand. You know, we did some of the biggest yeah. numbers yeah. in one of my hardest periods in my life last year. It's crazy. Yeah. Unbelievable. So blessed, and thanks God. You know, God was with us. And, I want I want to ask one final question um, because we kind of go to with the the younger generation and we're talking different things and, and you know um, and this can apply to realtors or anything like if you were going to tell your eighteen or twenty year old self something uh, what would you want to tell them right now? Don't wait, just do it, do Don't. it right away. Don't wait at all. Powerful. Just do it. You're you're young. You're eighteen. Who cares? Do it. Powerful. Do it. 
I love it. This was packed with great information, Blaze. <laughs> if you can, uh, if you can't imagine, we already flew through here. So, wow. um, yes, I just want to thank you so much, Blaze, for coming on here, sharing your story, inspiring other people. Uh, that's what we really love about the RP experience. Um, as always, um, check it out. We, YouTube, um, Instagram, we'll have it on Facebook, everything like that. Um, we're here at Venture X in the podcast studio. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you, Blaze. Appreciate it. Have you. a great one. Thanks, sir. Thank you.